Yo, 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 welcome to the Chopping It Up podcast featuring your boy Jordan. What up, what up? It's your boy Eric. And we're back at it with our artist series for our podcast. And uh, this is going to be one of these uh, topics that um, is very, it's still affecting me. Yeah, it's, it's to honestly, day. me too. Um, it's a, today's episode is going to be really heavy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we don't apologize for it because no, no, no. it's uh, someone we need to talk about. Yeah. And someone who has uh, greatly impacted the community. Yeah, big time. Um, and that is Nipsey Hussle, uh, who, who passed away on on Sunday. Uh, I remember, you know, just to kind of go into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we had the whole conference at church and yeah. I got home and I was just exhausted and I just was laying down. And honestly, bro, it may be just because I was tired or I was just exhausted. I just kind of felt like something wasn't right yeah that day uh I, I don't know what it was i don't know what it was who it was whatever but it was just like i was just scrolling on my phone man and i i just you know refreshed my twitter and i i saw some news about nipsey that i was hoping wasn't true um yeah and i'm not saying that people would shit lie about like the situation but I'm, nobody did but it was kind of like one of those things where it's like please just let this not be for real you know mm-hmm. this is not there's no way that this happened. You're kind of questioning the situation. Uh, but when I saw that he was shot at his store, outside of his store, um, my my heart immediately kind of just dropped for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I remember when you sent me that uh, that tweet um, about, you know, they're reporting that Nipsey had gotten shot. And I, you know, I, I was like, I was kind of taken back. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I read that right. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. Uh, to me, I, I, I was hoping that the tweet said, you know, Nipsey got shot and he's okay in the hospital. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it wasn't that. It mm-hmm. was, you know, he got shot and, and we really didn't know what, you know, what his condition was, where he was, what, you know, what's happening. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were just kind of, you know, that's all we knew. Yeah. We All we knew is that he had, he and, um, couple other people had gotten shot yeah. and that you know they were being rushed to the hospital um it, it really threw me off you know it was yeah. it was definitely not something that i thought i don't think anybody saw this coming no no nobody did uh and we're gonna kind of talk about his life um what he's accomplished what he's been through his music um but man this is one of those these deaths that you just like yo it weighs on you heavy, man. It, it and and it's like it's kind of hard to put into words because what he's done for the community and what he was going to do for the community and was already doing was so incredible. And we, as a culture, um, as America, we we I was forever thankful for for what he was doing, and I I knew that he had a lot of things that he was trying to accomplish and. It's like you just think of his family immediately yeah, when you, that's going on. You just on. think about, you know, he was a father. He was uh, a husband, I believe. Yeah. And um, you just think about, you know, his family, um, you know, how they're feeling. And yeah. um, I'm just going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like real honest. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to say w- what my thoughts were. And yeah. um, I, I got really frustrated as soon as I kept seeing conspiracy theories about this. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's so disrespectful. It's yeah. disrespectful to him. It's disrespectful 
to his family and yeah. to the his friends and the people mourning him because yeah. you know it hadn't even been hours and they're already trying to make this romanticized idea that it was like it was this or that yeah. or blah blah yeah. blah and it's like man the man can't even the man hasn't even like you know been dead for like six hours and you guys are already uh, trying to put things together you know trying to get likes from you know use his likeness to get views and Retreats crap and, and stuff, it's like yeah. man it's so disrespectful and it really upset me because yeah. it i felt like it disgraced his legacy no big time um you know once once he was pronounced dead and, and everything people immediately or even before he was pronounced dead people were immediately going to the conspiracy route and it kind of has my mind twisted a little bit yeah. um i'm not gonna say that i'm you know i'm not gonna act like i was like and low key, man, government might have some, you know, but it's like, let me, let me stop that because I, I don't want to go there because honestly, this could just be a man to man confrontation that happened and boom, that's yeah, it. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it has to be the government it has to be the government. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, man, he was out there in them streets, like for yeah. real, like yeah. that, that, you know, he lived that lifestyle. He still had some of that stuff coming back. Yeah. And, you know, it. It happens. Yeah. It's a reality in life. You know, whenever you become part of that lifestyle, there's certain things that come with it, you know? Yeah. big t No, big time. And and that's what ended up happening. It, it just, you know, a, a, a hater that just didn't like him. Uh, I remember he told him that, you know, you're a snitch. You can't come back. Blah, blah, blah. And he came back and, and, and killed him. Yeah. And it was Straight a matter of, him. like, about jealousy and, like, yeah disrespect honestly and like um it I, I feel like you know people try to romanticize it more than what it really was yeah and it was just two guys who had a conflict yeah that is straight up conflict man and so um and we're gonna kind of go into detail ab about his life um because nipsey was, was truly a visionary yeah. uh, a man who had visions for america who had visions for his community uh his city um for la uh, just for people as a whole, um, and I, I think people need to realize, you know, where he's he came yeah. from, where he started from, uh, and to where he was going to go. Even though for yeah. a short life that he had, uh, he he did a lot. Yeah, and I feel like you know people need to know that he was more than just a a rapper. Yeah, more than just you know some artist. You know, yeah, some run of the mill person. You know, that just put. Uh, lyrics to beats like this guy did a lot yeah for his community and then it started all in the community you know like he was one to give back where it all started yeah big time uh, so, um, yeah so we're gonna dive in um we're gonna kind of talk about his early life uh what he's kind of started off from and uh to where he's become uh so nipsey hustle uh he was from the crenshaw neighborhood of south la uh he was from Etrian. i hope i'm not saying this wrong guys but um you know i'm trying to learn these different words but uh a Trian and American descent. Um, he definitely started off in, in, in the hood, bro. He was definitely yeah, born he, in the hood. For yeah, sure. he, you know, he was raised in South L.A., you know? Yeah, I mean. In, yeah, a, in yeah. an area where it's, you know, where it's really impoverished and, you know, there's yeah. a lot of, there's gang violence, all that stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah, big time. Um, he, he definitely had his past uh, with, with the affiliation of the Rolling 60s. Yeah, you know, uh, he, he was an actual member yeah, of actual the... Member. Uh, rolling 60s Crips. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember uh, recently, a couple of days ago, uh, you know who Russell Westbrook is, the basketball player? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, for a basketball game, I think the day or two after Nipsey passed, because uh, um, Russell is from L.A., 
he scored 20 points, 20 rebounds, I think 21 assists or something like that, which equals 60, 61, mm -hmm. but 60. And that was, which honestly, bro, as a basketball player, that's incredible to do. Yeah. That's, that's very rare to do that. Uh, but he did that for Nipsey. And he said, you know what that means. You know, when somebody asks, you know, who did you do this for? And he said, this is for Nipsey. Uh, 60s, and you know, you know what that means. Like, yeah. he didn't say what it was, yeah, but he just said 60s. Yeah, and, and, you know, and if you and know, it, yeah, you know exactly. And so, uh, people were like, "Wow!" Like he he did that for him for sure, and to even do that is incredible. Um, and so, it just shows you to to influence that he had on others yeah, for I sure. Mean, it's in every, that game. Every, everywhere, yeah. You know, people were mourning him from from artists to uh, celebrities. Yeah, to, it, it just his impact was was deep. For sure. Um, and so to kind of go a little bit further, he he's he was in the rap game for 15 years, bro. Yeah, he started very, very 2005. Early. And it's it's crazy to think about how we're in 2019 now. And it feels like 2005 wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and, you know, I uh, think he started like, you know, 2004-ish. Yeah. And, and then put out a project in 2005. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's been, he's been in the game for a game. very, very long time. He was not... Uh, a newbie no it wasn't at all i mean he released his first mixtape uh, which was lost boy volume one uh in 2005 when he was just 20 years old um and, and definitely kind of lived up to that name hustle which is his last name uh, his sound was definitely defined by the west coast yeah west coast sound and the gangster rap in the 1990s to me, uh definitely you can hear you know the nwa influences the snoop dogg influences you know the dr dre influences the g-funk sound yeah. that you know was permeating the the 90s and the gangster rap era uh, of music and and to me like he, he he sounded like snoop dogg a big bro he reminds me of snoop dogg so much bro mm -hmm. so much he has that similar vibe talks like him yeah his voice I, it was like whoa yeah <laughs> i remember when i first listened to him i was like whoa yeah snoop dogg number two I mean, like, like interviews like yeah. i was like if I close my eyes, I can picture Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg for sure. Um, and so you can, I'm sure he got his inspiration from Snoop Dogg as well. Um, so Nipsey, I mean, he left his impression um, in in the indie scene when he was touring, mm -hmm. doing a lot of his his touring for his mixtapes, and he yeah. left a lot of buzz from his 2005 tape, which was the Slawson Boy Volume One. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it caught a lot of executives like, "Whoa, okay, this is pretty big." Yeah. And, yeah. and when you catch. Epic Records by surprise, you know you're doing something right. Yeah. So Epic Records is a big record label in LA. Um, and so he he definitely caught their surprise. But sometimes, man, it's hard to keep that label interested if you're not continuing to really reach the masses. Yeah, if you're not if you're not putting out music that they want you to put out and you, you know, the whole record situation yeah. with current artists and yeah. you like everybody knows how it is with uh, being on a record label like there's a specific thing that they want you to do yeah, and, yeah they want you to do what and, they want you know yeah. it wasn't gonna work out yeah and so he released a couple mixtapes which was uh bullets ain't got no name volume one and volume two uh and so you know hustles releases under epic records you know it failed it it, it just did um and it didn't really make the impression on billboard charts but that honestly didn't stop him from really just to yeah, keep going he was never one to try to get radio play or yeah. chart you know topping yeah. stuff to uh, sustain his career because people you know who knew about him knew, knew about him and For sure uh you know other people he was very much in the in underground in the indie scene of, yeah. of hip-hop yeah and he was huge in that scene and that's what sustained him big time big time and so 
you know, in, in 2010, financially, they kind of, Epic Records kind of had to stop doing what they were doing. Uh, and, and that had Hustle Nipsey to kind of go independent for sure. Yeah, like to kind of pursue independent. fully independent, um, which really shifted his priorities to kind of continue to do what he can do for himself. Yeah, He's and, definitely hustling, bro. He was yeah, hustling. And, and so, you know, he, he really lives up to his, uh, to his na- nickname, which, you know, he... Uh, starting his own record label, the All Money In. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know he after he left Epic Records, you know he started the label and everything. And on December twenty first, twenty ten, he released his first All Money In Records mixtape, which yeah. was titled The Marathon. Yeah, the Marathon, um, which had a lot of guest appearances from pretty big artists at the time as well, um, which was Cocaine, MGMT, which MGMT was huge back mm. in the early 2010s yeah big time. Uh, or you know and so it was crazy for him to get that that cosign yeah big time and uh when he was doing a lot of the just putting out albums and, and mixtapes he he caught some from some paper some famous people by surprise mm-hmm. just like jay-z bro yeah jay-z always comes in clutch bro Dude, jay-z deserves an episode <laughs> big time bro come to you soon yeah we're gonna definitely do a jay-z episode because he's done a lot for the industry and the culture uh, but he he supported um, Nipsey man from from the beginning. He supported mm-hmm. Nipsey, um, and so basically Nipsey started to when he was releasing his album Crenshaw. Um, he put out digital copies of the album and put some you know put some out for free. But he was also selling a thousand physical copies and selling them for a hundred dollars each. So it's like wait wait what? How does that make any sense? And it was part of his uh, pay to pay. Pay, what was it? I forgot the name of <sighs> things. Pay to play or something. Yeah, or, I forgot. I forgot what what he named it. But yeah, um, he was kind of you know uh, trying to his point across of like, you know, you got to pay to support artists yeah, kind of sure. thing. And yeah, like, uh, sure. um, what Jay Z did with that is that he bought a hundred of those copies yep. at a hundred dollars each. Yep. I mean, that's crazy. That's. I mean, that's that was big for him. I'm sure Nipsey man. It just was probably just getting like, getting that uh, cosign from Jay Z. Wow, I mean that's huge. That bro. that that has to put you on big time. And so, you know, Hustle continued, you know, to do his touring, releasing mixtapes for free. Yeah, the next year, uh, in 2011, he released a sequel to a Marathon um, called "The Marathon Continues." Yeah, and it had a lot of LA rappers on it. it had someone huge who was actually in the opposing side of gangs. Mm. Uh, YG, which YG. is a blood, yeah. and Dom Kennedy. So it, it's just crazy to me that he had that type of influence to where an opposing gang member is willing to uh, feature on his album. That's, I mean, that's that's huge. That bro. just shows who you know Nipsey was. You know, it was about bringing the community together. Yeah, he had respect from 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 a lot of people, man. Yeah, from a lot of people. Um, and when when you have that respect, bro, that means you're doing something right. You know, in the community. Um, and so. Just kind of, just kind of, even talking about it, bro. Just kind of seen to where he just continued to hustle, bro, through the through the grind and do the the rough parts. Cause think about it, 2005 is 2019. Now, that's a lot of years, bro, of really trying to make. That's a long time. And he's really he was it. just about to break. He was to just the sky, like bro. you know he released. Um, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, yeah. but in 2018 he released um, Victory Lap. Yeah. Which was actually Grammy nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year. Yep. I mean, that was my top 10 album 
From I, know, I know that was on yeah. your top ten. And and some people were like, why are, you, why are you putting that on there? I'm like, man, what Nipsey did on that album was incredible. It was it was nominated for a Grammy for a reason. Yeah. Um, and just the influence that he had on that album for me, for others, uh, what he was speaking on that album was incredible. And I, unfortunately, bro, sometimes it, it takes a passing for people to realize what he's actually done. Just like, um, like whenever Mac Miller passed. Yeah, I, I can't stand. And it, just a bunch of just a bunch of people, you know, uh, it, he doesn't. They don't get their. Um, the credit or anything until after they're gone and it's too late to really you know yeah to do it but uh, what's really good about you know where nipsey was as an artist is since he was independent and he owned all his masters and mm. he um you know owned his own record label and everything that all the proceeds of all his albums are actually going to be able to go to his family yeah that's big that, that's big man um i and I can only imagine just what they're going going through right now. Yeah, it's it, it must be really tough, you know. And I I wouldn't wish this on on no. anybody. No, no, nobody. And so, kind of going just a little bit back. I know we got a little ahead, but it's it's just so much going on with with him and yeah. in his life. Um, but once he put out the Crenshaw tape, he definitely got noticed by some big execs. Uh, but also with a different label, which is Atlantic Records. Uh, what she said in the Billboard interview would would help him bring him to the next level yeah uh, big time i mean atlantic records is a big label epic records is great but sometimes that label change can help different yeah, exactly sure. different yeah different perspectives different yeah. ideas you know yeah it, it's able to help you do a lot more big time and so that's when in 2018 you released victory lap uh which had i mean CeeLo green kendrick lamar and others on that album and i i remember man i, I was excited to, to listen to it um before then i didn't really listen to a lot of Nip nipsey's music uh i knew of a few um there's a basketball player named isaiah thomas uh, i was watching some of his stuff on youtube and he's a big nipsey hustle fan and he always had his music playing you know before a video started on yeah. youtube or on, or afterwards uh and he definitely um su supported nipsey so much and so i mean victor lap man I, I can only talk about it so much and that's why i was on my top 10 because it's just one of those albums bro that it was like a classic dog it really was for me. It's it. It took you through a journey, man. Yeah, like you, you can really hear the grittiness and the and and the like in your face. Yeah, um, lifestyle, you know, that he had in South LA, and uh, it's one of those albums that you can listen from beginning to end without skipping a song. Yeah, and that's that's when you know the music is good, bro. Yeah, that's when you know what he was talking about was good. Um, but even before he released victory lap in 2017 he bought real estate um in the crenshaw district and that's what he started the marathon clothing his own shop uh and he wanted to just redefine what crenshaw was about yeah. um he knew that it was an area that was going through a lot it's the hood it was going through just a lot of struggles uh but he wanted to give people that just got out of jail jobs or homeless people yeah. opportunities because he didn't want them to continue to be who they are and what they're dealing with. They wanted, yeah, he, he wanted he them to grow. He didn't want them to be defined as, no. as just a felon or someone with a record. Yeah. Which is was, was something that's really cool about Nipsey. You know, he was hiring these people and giving them somewhere to work and yeah. allowing them to work. You know, he was putting people on in his hometown. You know, not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people go back 
and put their hometown back on or anything like you know once they get big they just dip yeah he wanted he wanted to build a, a brick and mortar bro that as in a neighborhood that needed a lot of help yeah and somewhere where people can go and and have a good time and, and buy some nice clothes or if they're in need of a job, possibly getting the job. I mean, there were so many opportunities that he yeah. was going to change in that it, whole. Facility. It was like almost like the opposite of gentrification. Yeah. In which, you know, he was instead of having all these, you know, all these white people or whatever come yeah. in and take, buy property here and all that stuff. He was buying the property. He was yeah. making shops. He was putting uh, making jobs happen. Yeah. You know, he was doing so much for the community. Like, yeah. Um, not only was he opening up businesses, he was opening up like nonprofit places for yeah. for children. Yeah, stem um, yeah. The the STEM program. Yeah, you know, STEM. he opened up a STEM center for low income kids in Crenshaw, which uh, STEM is for uh, you know people can learn technology uh, skills and stuff like that. Kind of like um, allow them to get in skills sets that not people of uh, you know, of a minority to yeah. get into those type of jobs, you know, yeah, big time. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. You know? I mean, he had, I mean, he had a lot of inspiration from, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and, and Elon Musk. And he, he looked up from people from Silicon Valley. He had that mindset of, I want to learn so much. I want to do so much for people yeah. um, and, and to draw inspiration from a lot of billionaires and business owners and entrepreneurs that are, that are doing well, but he wanted to do what, he, what they were doing but switch it up a little bit yeah. and make it just so good for people in his community. Yeah. And that, and that's, and that's just what's so incredible about it because he changed, he was changing the, the culture, bro. He was, Big it, time. It, it was, you know, it's, it sucks. Honestly, man, it sucks it that, you know, we had such a, such an innovator just taken from the, a community that was needing it so badly. Yeah, man. Um, because he was, um, just like you said, you know, he was inspired by Mark Zuckerberg, by Elon Musk. Like, he was a genius. Like, he, he was doing things that were outside of the scope of people who are, you know, raised in that area that don't really get the opportunities to do just because they're so disenfranchised. Yeah. And he was wanting to bring in the ability for these people to get out of that yeah he had a quote man that i that i was doing some research on and i saw and he said it was the culture that taught me to keep going and when i when i when i saw that he said that man that immediately just goes straight to my heart dog i'm like yo he he wanted to do so much for the culture bro yeah because he he knows what people outside of the culture view the culture as you know yeah you want to change so much bro and i i think man he was just getting started man he was he was just he was so young man i mean 33 years old bro i mean it's honestly bro still to this day and it's gonna be for a while man i'm just still in shock about everything that has happened um and it, it's just I wish, man, that things that could have changed. I just wish something could have happened, bro. Because Nipsey, man, he, he not 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 Nipsey, bro, not Nipsey, it, it, man. It, to me, it really messed me up because it started making me question, like, my own like mortality and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, if it could happen to Nipsey, you know what? It could happen to anybody, though. It can happen to anybody, you know? It happened in his hometown. 
literally where he dropped his first mixtape. Yep. Outside, I mean, outside of his, outside of his store, bro. It, it's it sucks. I mean, it it's it's still something, man. Where I'm like, why? Um, and I think, and this is just for my opinion, man. But the the community, the black community, ha- has to do better, bro. It has to. I, it's something that I can't personally speak on. Yeah, I know, on, I know. And but, I don't want to because yeah. that's not my place. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say it from, like, my, you know, being Mexican and being in that community, like, I, I can kind of understand a little bit because I see some some things like yeah. where we kind of play in the stereotype yeah. of what people, you know, make us out to be. And yeah. it kind of it get, kind of gets frustrating you know it because does. i don't want our community to be painted in that picture in that light because that's not who we are no it's not it's not um you know i i just i'm trying to put this the right way man i think as a community as a culture man we need to figure out man just ways that we just we need we need to love each other bro of course there's gonna be in differences everybody is different it's all easier said than done. Uh, but there's no need to kill somebody because you don't like him. You know, the, the, it's just as the black the, community, yeah. as the black community, man, this situation going on, the black on black crimes, which what that's what it was. It, it It's not there's there hasn't been that much change, man. And this situation shines a light bulb on how the black community needs to do much better bro it needs to do a lot of things differently because we're not we're hating each other we're not loving each other you know and nipsey was the type of person to where he wasn't selfish nipsey would get his masters his money from his albums and and songs and whatever and would put it back into the community would, would buy people clothes with and i saw a story too about you know the reason why there wasn't that many people around him while he was outside of his stories because he was going to be buying clothes uh, for a friend of his that was in jail for a prison for 20 years and just got out that same day. Wow. And he was going to buy him clothes and was going to, I think, supposed to do a special birthday party or, a, you know, gathering, home gathering for him. And he was supposed to meet up with him outside of the store. Mm-hmm. And that's why there was no security guards with him because it was supposed to be a low key thing. He was trying to do something good for somebody that just got released from prison after 20 years of serving. And got shot because the dude hated him. It don't make sense, bro. It doesn't. It don't make sense. And so stuff like that has got to change, bro. There's there's no need to hate people, man, just because of, oh, Nipsey's doing well. He's at the top, you know. It's jealousy, Yeah, bro. jealousy. Jealousy can be a eat, bro. Jealousy is is the worst thing, man, that you can have, bro, on, a, on another person. Because yeah. you're your own person, you know. You can mm-hmm. be like somebody. If you can, if you work hard, but you're you're a different person. If Nipsey was was a man that wanted to do things for others, he wasn't selfish. Um, there's a lot of rappers out here that they they get their fame and they kind of just stay stay put. Nipsey was continue to do efforts in the community, um, was building businesses and and building things for the community to, to where people of a lower class can can have an opportunity and a chance to to kind of build themselves up. Yeah. You know. And, and give him the opportunity to really just see what it's like, man. To you know what, Nipsey came from from the bottom, bro, and 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 made himself to the, made him you know made his way to the top, but continued to give back to people that 
where he was before. Yeah. You know? And I think for me, uh, there there's a few people that in the in the community, black community community where they get their money, they get their their shine and their fame, and they just they don't they're gone. They're gone. Nipsey was a total opposite. He wanted yeah. to do things for others. Which, you know, it to me, like that's something that I feel like was kind of ingrained almost in me. Yeah. With, you know, because I didn't grow up in the greatest of places either. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people always talk about, you know, leaving, leaving the hood or whatever. Yeah. And like people talk about how, you know, you don't want to live here. You don't want to be here. And he wasn't like that. Like he, he knew what his home was. He knew the problems it had. Mm. He knew everything that came with it. And he still was like, no, nah, I'm going to come back. And I'm not going to come back empty handed. We're going to yeah. come back and we're going to start building things here. Yeah. And we're going to start investing in things in this community. And, you know, some of the things that he did, he, you know, of course, he started the marathon clothing store. Um, he started uh, a barbershop, mm. a fish market, a burger restaurant and a co-working space. And, of course, the STEM center. Yeah. But like just to think that people want to box him in as just this rapper or just this yeah. artist or whatever. Yeah. He did or, a lot more than that. And like, man, this guy was a visionary. Yeah. Big time. I mean, he, and I already know, bro, he has so many more ideas, man. So many, I mean, just putting the music to the side, bro. I, 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 I know he wanted to do a lot more. Yeah. I wanted, I know he wanted to do a lot more. Um, and of course he had the documentary, that he yeah, the Dr. Sebi documentary, which yeah. uh, I don't know very much about who he was, but, you know, from what people say is that he's this doctor who um, he had the cure for AIDS. He and apparently had the cure for AIDS. Um, um, I don't know if he had an actual doctorate or anything like that. Yeah, he apparently he didn't have his license, yeah. I believe. Uh and so he he got in trouble for it. I mean the, I mean let's be honest the government definitely cracked down on him because like yo, you ain't got your license you can't be doing stuff like this. Yeah, and, you know, and, you know he um, he did herbal treatments. Yeah, uh, he was a self proclaimed healer. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say or talk about this man like I know who he is or I yeah. know what he's done or anything like that because I don't. Um, but from what I've known. And stuff like that. A lot of people, you know, have discredited him. They're saying yeah. that he was a liar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, you know, Nipsey was doing a documentary on a lot of things that he did and why he was important. But, um, you know, it goes back to the whole theory thing. People think that it was because of this, that, you know, the government got him or anything. But it was man to man. I think it discredits who he was. Yeah. No, big time. Um, and it just came down, bro, to one man, literally just one man that decided, you know what, I'm going to take Nipsey's life because I, I don't like what he said to me or argument that they had. Who knows what was said? It just came to one decision, bro, for his head to be like, you know what? Yeah, it's okay to just kill him, bro. It's okay to just shoot him outside of his store, knowing what he's done for the community. And... And that and that's it. Yeah. That's literally just it. And it's it, it comes down to that, man. Um, and 
it's to the point, man, where it's like Nipsey's family, man. I can, it's just what they're going through is, is they're was, probably was, still in shock. Yeah, like, my question is like, was it worth it? Like, was, was one man's life worth your, your pride? And he's definitely going to pay have for his, it. Yeah. He's going to pay for it. Um, as far as we know, he was, um, Nipsey's uh, shooter was caught and he's being charged for murder. Yeah. Um, I, my hope is just that, you know, the fullest extent of the law that he is persecuted um, because Nipsey didn't deserve this. No. His family didn't deserve this. No. And that community definitely didn't deserve this either yeah. because it's, it's a huge loss. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I feel like I keep saying this. Um, sometimes it things like this needs to be a huge wake up call for the culture, yeah, for communities, not just the black community, but any community. I think to me, um, I think this to, for me it was about like the the culture as a minority as minorities. Like we really need to be, you know showing people that we are not just these stereotypes yeah and that we really need to put on for our communities yeah and and be the change man because yeah i hate that this happened i hate that that this is the light that's painted on that community on that yeah area like that's not who those people are no you know and it doesn't represent them well and it it doesn't represent who nipsey was as a person well either and yeah um it just sucks man yeah, it does. It does. Um, so I'm, I'm continuing to, to, to pray for Nipsey's family um, and, and the people that he was close with. Um, Most definitely. You know, I hope as a culture that we can continue um, or we can start, you know, for people that just are struggling with it, but just to love each other. Um, you know, the people that you're close with, your family, that tell them that you love them every day and you're staying close with them um, and just being positive and really just kind of carrying yourself away that Nipsey um what was was scaring himself man yeah, and, and just and, yeah be about love you know be about loving each other and just you know there's no no reason to take somebody's life there's no there's none there's none there's no reason i mean there's i know we live our life we're human and and we're all different uh but we only have one life to live guys we only have one life the one chance to 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 have a leave a legacy um to to have a journey man to where we experience a bunch of things we've, we've done a bunch of things um and as a culture you know we we need to learn to to love each other we need to learn to inspire we need to learn to help others that's the most important mm-hmm. thing man we need to learn to help others yeah, we need to learn how to how to give without having the thought of something coming back yeah about just being able to give without expectations yeah. of return yeah exactly exactly and so um this this episode was definitely hard for me yeah it was it, it was definitely a hard episode um yeah, yeah. and, and I, I personally don't apologize for it no, because no, no, no. to me this was a huge loss yeah for the community and for the music community yeah. and for sure um you know i just don't know don't know what else to say yeah i'm still lost for, for words about the whole situation um but i i, I just know man with, with nipsey um, did for our culture music um, his community was truly incredible um, and and just at the young age of, of 33 
um, he, he was just getting started to really change mm-hmm. um, just the culture and everything. And so um, thank you guys just for just for all the love and support that you guys have shown us um, on, on the, the podcast. And we can't wait to put out more episodes and, and just kind of, you know, talk more yeah, and about just, life, culture, just, music, uh, everything. Just dive deeper into a lot yeah. of different subjects. And yeah. um, which is thanks. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for, you know, you know, enduring the podcast because we know that this one was a little bit of a yeah a low one but, but it, uh, it was needed to talk yeah, about but it. it's needed you yeah. know for some people that don't know who nipsey was i hope you go check out his music you yes, go please kind of see what impact he had on the culture and kind of hopefully inspire inspires you to do yeah. make a difference in your community and a sure. stand up for injustices so uh sure. thanks for checking out uh chopping it up yes, sir we out we out peace, peace.